ain't nobody listening to this shit. Welcome to the Beyond Our Service podcast, where two veterans with wives and kids pretend to know what they're doing in life. We look at the good, bad, and ugly and laugh our way through it all. So come join us as we go beyond our service. Okay, so this is guys secretly like sitting to pee because it's more comfortable. Nah, I always feel weird. I'll do it like no when I'm pooping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Uh, today we're doing things a little early. It is June 9th, Wednesday. Uh, Steve and I are going to be traveling, so we're going to uh, knock this out early so there's no interruptions in uh, for all of our dedicated listeners who expect our content Indeed. on every Tuesday. So, uh, yeah, I know it's been like, what, two days since we last talked, but... Uh, it has been, yeah. Yeah, what's changed in your life? Ver- nothing. Nothing at all. Excellent. I'm going to Mexico at in. Let me do quick math. Six hours. Nice. I have to. Well, I have to wake up to go to Mexico in six hours. So I'm going to make this run so long. Out. Yeah. I mean, I don't really care. I'm. I'm pretty good at sleeping on a plane. Can you sleep on planes? Yeah. Oh, I have no issues. I have no shame either. I'm just always no. like wake up. And like I'm, my head is always super far back, and I know my mouth was wide open the whole time. No matter how I start, that's always how I wake up. So on the way, I'll see if I can get these pictures. I'll put them on Instagram. Uh, when I took my employees to Mexico, on the flight there, some like younger kid, he's probably like in his early twenties, was sitting next to me. I'm in the middle. Renee's on the end, on the aisle seat, and I fall asleep. And I guess he fell asleep and pretty much cuddled with me the entire time. <laughs> so for like two and a half hours, she's got pictures. Like I am leaning forward on the, uh, the, the tray. I had a bag in front of me. So I used that as a pillow and yeah. he is using me as the pillow. Like Your he's back. sleeping on my back and I had no idea. <laughs> you know how much more enjoyable plane rides would be if everyone just like got a little like oh. comfortable with cuddling with each other. Yeah. Apparently he was, he's, he, at one point she took a picture and, cause so one of my employees was sitting behind me. So she took a picture of this. And so he was sleeping on my shoulder and then I guess I rolled forward and eventually he was like cuddling on my back. Um, at the end they were like making fun of us and he was like, I slept great. I was like, yes, yeah, so did I. So, well, Hey, thank God you guys had your masks on. <laughs> indeed as you spooned indeed. on the flight mm-hmm. oh, man. as our breath gets recycled back into the air with the other 300 people yeah those masks are legit yeah good stuff they're just fashion statements at this point mm-hmm. there was a i saw some funny videos though of a dude who had like the mask on but like the mask was of what looked like his face <laughs> with what looked like a mask sitting on his chin but like nice. his whole face was covered and he just like documented people's reactions this had to be like early on in the covid thing because people were getting pissed like you know those like especially ones who were just like super oh, God, high up yeah. on their horse and they were uh and he was just like what are you talking about she was like and then he would like put it down he's like i have a mask on and they were like you're stupid like, and then they just walk like that was it like they got got but they're just like so embarrassed but still pissed off. Jerk. why would you do that that's so mean <laughs> uh, i'm going to mexico with uh one of my buddy's wives has her facebook profile that says hashtag i choose to wear a mask hey more power so to we'll him I don't, care. I don't care about that man more power to him but just i'm i'm at the point where like just don't tell me to wear one we're going to an all-inclusive of Mexico. I've already been here. No one's wearing a mask. I, yeah, but so if, she, I if she wants to, I hope then, she is. Dude, I guarantee there will be people, like especially elderly people, who probably wear one 
for the rest of their lives in public. And cool. Like, oh, yeah, I don't really care. By all means, go for it. I mean, especially a- if you're old. Asian countries, man, one. like super populated. Yeah. I mean, they've been doing that for a while. I don't, I don't care it's at all, so man. Nasty. It's just like, just let's get beyond the whole like, tell me to wear one stage, and then all is right. well. That's it. I'll never tell you what to do. I saw one. <laughs> the hell? What? What? She's pokey with something. Did you see that? I saw like, like a, a little stick. Aloe vera plant stem. She thought that was very funny. <laughs> Renee, we're trying to be serious here. We're trying to have a very serious podcast. <laughs> um, I apologize. Oh, she's still she's laughing. Doing, she's she's been trying to ruin this up. podcast. Oh, God, she's still laughing. You're such a nerd. She hasn't stopped laughing. She hates this podcast so much she's now started. She's, she's actively sabotaging. to the level it. of actively sabotaging the show. Uh no, I think sometimes it's kind of funny to watch people with masks. I think every once in a while people get confused. And I saw like a guy, he was an older man, and he was walking inside and he had it like down at his chin, like under his chin, mm-hmm. like the chin diaper. And then as he, right before he walked outside, he put it on. So it's like, did you think you had it on? And then you're like, oh crap, I need to put it on. So he just like, I, dude, I guarantee. Just put it on and went outside. I bet he's just <laughs> completely on autopilot mode. So he's just like yeah. on and off and he just like got somehow backwards. And yep. so he's just like, and he probably That's got. That's what I think happened. Yeah. I think he walked in with it on and for some reason <laughs> took it off and didn't realize it. And then he put, we were like, what is he doing? Why did he put it on to go outside? Like he just walked around the whole place without it. But That's actually, that's actually super condescending to walk around with it around your chin to like actively have it and not <laughs> wear it just to show like, yes, I do have it. And no, I will not wear it like that. And I'm still going to breathe all over you. <laughs> I just like the way the diaper chin looks. The little chin diapers. It's just a sexy. It looks clean. Very professional. Yeah. So that baggy mask, just flop it around. I'm surprised here like in Chicago. Uh, most places are just like. It, it, it just says all the stores are like, if you have been fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear one, which no one's out there asking anyone. Sure. So, I mean, it's basically if you want to wear one, wear one. If not, not. I'm taking my dad to the Cubs Cardinals game and uh, Wrigley Field is going to be 100% capacity again. Hell it's yeah. It's going to be so freaking sick, dude. I'm so yeah, excited. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Yeah, it's kind of like that in Texas. We just, we have, um, they don't have the vaccinated signs. It's just, it's just, they all still say uh, masks are required. And no one wears a mask and no one cares. Some people will, but yeah. most, of, like, even the employees inside, like, half of them will have it on, half the employees don't. It's like they just didn't take them off. Yeah. The empl- it's when Colorado opened back up, our county was like one of the first to just cut all the restrictions out. Mm-hmm. Um, all like the employees and stuff still did. Um, at like restaurants and stuff. Right. I don't. Yeah. I think in restaurants, most of ours are still doing it. Still yeah. Doing it. Whatever. Yeah. I don't so, really care uh, in the last two days, anything up, up to you? Are you, are you finally at your destination? Yeah. I got there like two hours after we finished on Monday. Drive wasn't too bad. Um, it got me thinking though, about like the different kind of drivers that just kind of drive you oh, nuts. Yeah. Not even driving nuts, but you just like notice. And so I was just like, I I started looking up stuff. But as I was going, like, there's, there's so, it's so predictable on long trips who you're going to see, like the kind of drivers you're going to see. Like the ones that drive me nuts are the truck drivers that think they're cars. So they are just like 18 wheelers who are just gunning it like in and out left and right. And these are two lane travel highways. So it's like, not that like, it's not that hard to just like go to the left lane, pass a car and go back in. But then you get that truck drive, the 18 wheeler who just sits in the left lane. And even if he's passing everybody, you're still just like, dude, just get over. Yeah. Like I can't see behind anybody. It's just, you're boxed in by 18 wheelers. Like that's the worst when you get one 18 wheeler that is going slow and then, then one gets on the left side, so they're on both lanes. Yeah, they try to pass, reason, and then they hit a hill and they slow down. Yeah, <laughs> they slow down. <laughs> one of my buddies used to drive those for the oil rigs, and he would kind of try to explain it to you because, like, to me, he's like, you don't want to change gears. You're trying to like 
keep your fuel economy the best it can be. And so like you hit these hills or whatever, and you're not going to downshift because you don't want to like rev the engine. You'll just kind of coast it up. And he's like, you're going to slow down, but you'll be fine. And it just pisses everybody off behind you. I'm like, yeah, dude, don't do that. What's Get in the right lane. Oh dude, they are. And they are just like, they're big and they know it. So they were, if there is to the inch amount of space for them to merge, they're going to merge. They're going to be like, you can slow oh, down yeah. and stop. But I've got enough room. Like, I'm going to go. I see that, and I'm just like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, that is a ballsy move half the time that they cut into those lanes. Yeah, I hate it when they when they go in, when you're trying to merge in onto the highway, and they just don't get – some of them, most of them get over, but, like, the ones that don't, they just don't give a damn. So it's like you're no. basically just going to have to slam on your brakes and wait till they pass. Yeah. Because they know they just like, don't care. It's just easier for you to slow down or speed up than it is for me. So, yeah. And then that's and they weigh like fifteen times the amount your car does. It was it was crazy though. There was one dude who was like trying to get by me. It was one of those traffic situations where we're all like it's two lane highway. We're kind of in and out of construction zones. Nobody's really passing anybody, right? And so I, yeah. I always leave like four or five cars in between me and the other cars in those situations because I just don't care. I know that there's like people who like desperately need to get one car ahead and I just mm-hmm. like don't want to do yeah. And like they're going to do whatever they can. So I'm, I just leave that space. I don't really care. And there's this one dude who had a truck and his trailer and he was just being a psycho, like going in front, cutting in front of people getting one car ahead, like slowing down, getting into the right lane, and then the left lane would start to pass him. So then he'd do it all over again, right? So at this point, he's coming up next to me, and I see the space, and I see him like speed up because he's going to go, and I just like gunned it. I was like, nah, you know what? Never mind. I was like, <laughs> I was like we're done. And dude, as as I'm passing him, he ro- he's rolling his windows down. He had like Wisconsin plates, and he's in like a, he's in like a white beater, and he's just like, you know, he is, he is who he is. And yeah. I'm driving by him, and he's not looking at me, but he rolls his window down, and he's screaming straight ahead as he's driving down the road. <laughs> and it's clearly, like, yelling at me. Just not, but he's not even making eye contact. as passively as he can. And I was like, and I, because I always turn and look. Like, I want to, I'm like, yeah, I did that, whatever. Like, well, it is what it is. What are you going to do? Um, but it got me thinking, man, because I read this story about in Orange County, California, some lady cut a couple off, allegedly, and they just shot into her car and killed their six-year-old kid. Like oh shot, him, yeah, shot him right in the gut. They arrested him like a couple days ago. And I read that story and I was like, I need to stop doing that on the highway because <laughs> yeah. people are freaking crazy. Yeah, that or you better have a gun ready. Just in, for but that doesn't much matter when they're behind you shooting into your back. God, that's I mean, so insane. Can you believe like? killed this six-year-old kid and i was just like it i was like i don't there's been plenty of times that i have infuriated people on the road and even when i'm in even when i'm right it's still like you just don't know how crazy somebody's gonna react i was like i need to chill out yeah i don't get it i don't get why people i don't get the guy that has to when you can see the traffic ahead of you yeah and no one's going anywhere like everything's slowing down what it's construction, whatever it is, and they've got to gun it and get that one extra car up. And it's like, dude, you're gonna pass me. You're gonna ride my ass, then pass me, to then just stop. Yeah, like you're not gonna get anywhere else. Like I don't get. Well, I don't get why people do that. I had a lady do that to me the other day. We're not even on the highway. It's on a two lane road. She is literally like riding my ass, and I'm in the jeep. So I'm like, I have a huge tire in the back. I was like. Man, I just slam on my brakes, and she's going to slam into this tire. It's not going to do any damage to me. But I didn't do that. I just waited, and then she passed me, when she, uh, illegally passed me in the other, from the other lane, and then just guns it right to the next person. It's like yeah, they just ride 100 them. feet and then just rode <laughs> their ass. And I'm like, we're like in a, about to be in neighborhoods. Like, there's nowhere to go. I don't understand. I'm like, what the, f- what is she doing? And she just, I don't know. But I mean, I don't know. Maybe she's dying. Nothing. No, nothing. Nothing pisses me off more than the tailgating aspect of it, because you're like, it's just like the first of all, it's dangerous, mm-hmm. and second of all, like it's not getting you anywhere faster. And most people who do that, 
lose their minds when someone tailgates on them. Oh, God, yeah. And it's just, I'm like, I don't understand what, like, why anyone thinks that's a good idea. Like, I get anxious when I, like, am am too close to people on the highway. I'm just like, I don't don't need to be riding this person. I I don't get it when people do that to, like, really big vehicles. Like... Yeah, you can't see ahead at all. No. And it's like, you... If if you slam into me or into that giant jacked up truck, you're just gonna go under the truck. Like you're not gonna hurt. Like it's just gonna kill you, <laughs> dude. We have like these massive like forty inch tire truck guys with like eight inch lifts. I mean, yeah. these monster monster trucks. It's like you're just gonna slide under and cut your head off. Like I don't understand what you're doing. Oh, you're gonna eat like, that. All that you're guy has, eat and he that doesn't. Hitch. He, and he probably doesn't have a clue you're there because he's so high up and you're so close to him. He can't see you. I guarantee you, because I get that in the Jeep, and my Jeep's not that big. Then I don't have a clue. Sometimes I'm like, I'll, like a smaller two door car or whatever will be behind me, and I have no idea they're there. The, they're probably like yelling at me, tailgating me, and I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> the people that consistently make me laugh, though, is when they hold up all of traffic in the left lane, and you end up passing them on the right. There's like 10 cars at this point passing yes. them on the right. And it's just like an elderly person with just like, the most content look on their face <laughs> just about with their nose touching the steering wheel without a care in the world. And like, I might be mad until I pass them. And then I just smile. I'm just like, good for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't be mad at you. I can't believe you're driving you know right exactly now. exactly what you're doing right now. <laughs> yeah. So did you uh, find any difference in the States drivers and States? Like it's, once you got nah, to different States, it's, well, I mean, I I have, I know differences of states just from like growing up on the East Coast and then living in the West Coast. On the road trips, though, on like the travel highways, like not really. I I'm glad I learned how to drive in Massachusetts, man, because people are just aggressive. But mm-hmm. it forces you to be aggressive, and that's I think a way safer way to drive. I think passive yeah. driving is just where most accidents happen. Well, that's what defensive driving is, right? It's kind of more being aware of everything and knowing when to like speed up and maneuver and pay attention to like yeah, what's going on. I don't know why it's You're kind of being defensive a little bit more driving. It is more like offensive drive. It's just more awareness, yeah. right? But people who are like passive or just like I have, one thing that I hate on the road. I hate this at stop signs. I hate this all over. Is when we stop at like a four way stop or a two way stop. And they got there first, and I have to take like a left across traffic where the two cross streets don't stop, and they're waving me on. I'm like, you were there first. I'm not crossing this right now. Like, look, look at the cars coming right now. You're not just going to sit here and tell me, hey, keep going until I go, and then you decide to go, and we like, I get T-boned. I'm like, just dude, yeah, no. just follow the rules of the road. You stop first. Go. It scares me when I see people. If you got traffic, so you got like oncoming traffic. And you're waiting to turn left. You got to cross like two lanes of traffic. And one of the lanes, there's a guy waving you on. He's looking in his side view mirror and he's waving you on. You're never supposed to listen to that guy. Oh, ever. And I see people do it all the time. And my actual, uh, the agent I used to work for, he had a customer, um, listened and he was crossing three lanes of traffic. He crossed two. And the third one, there was a box truck going 40 miles an hour. And his 40-year-old son, he had picked up his son to celebrate their 40th, his 40th birthday, was meeting their family, and that box truck killed his son. Oh, in the no. T-bone the car. Him and, his, him and his wife, their son's mom, both parents were fine. I think they went to the hospital, but were okay. They were bruised up, and he died instantly. So don't ever listen to that fucking guy who's waving you on like he knows what the hell's going on. No. It, it drives me Don't nuts. trust that dude. All right, so I found, yeah. um, what is this here? Oh, here we go. The psychology of driving in your driving style. Oh, God. You're probably, you're probably the angry driving style. All right. So this thing says. I'm not too angry. No? I no, feel like I it does. Pretty... I feel like it does say a lot about your personality, how you drive. Like yeah. if you're just like, I could see I that. Think it, I think it goes in on this. All right. This says, all right, angry driving style. The so-called angry and hostile style of driving is characterized by frequent expressions of road rage. Yeah. You don't say irritation <laughs> and hostile behaviors towards other drivers on the road. Such behaviors could include cursing, honking, flashing lights, and so on. I, 
the only time I ever honk is when people are sitting at a green light or a stop sign on their phone and they're just not moving, which I actually did I, yesterday. I usually honk when they're about to hit me. Well, or like, or like they would because they're not paying attention, but I watched it happen the whole time. Like they pulled out in front of me or something and they just didn't go anywhere. You're like, I, that drives me nuts. That's probably the only thing I get angry about is like when I'm going f- the speed limit down the road and you pull out into my lane and start going the same direction I'm going, but you're going 20 miles an hour yeah, and you just don't <laughs> speed up. And like, but what if, if they're old? If I wasn't paying attention, I'm going to slam into the back of you. And it's your fault. It's going to be my fault and my insurance goes up like that. That's when I honk at that. I get right behind him and I lay on the horn just to let him know like I could have smashed into you. But I didn't. Um, I'm not really that angry. This this says reckless and careless driving is adopted by more men than women. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. Reckless? Yeah, I can reckless see maybe and careless how driving. To define reckless. Careless though. Mm. Mm. I feel like the most times that I've had. Probably like 90% of the time that I've almost been killed in a car by another person is usually a woman driving and they have no idea I'm there. <laughs> like I've had so many people change lanes right into me and I had to swerve out of the oh, way. I hate, I hate changing lanes like that. When, when the highways are like three or four lanes, I look like four times because I just it's not that I don't trust that the lane is open. I don't trust the other lane if someone's yeah. going to come into me. And people yeah. just use their mirrors, man. I never use my mirrors. I always turn back and look. Yeah. Because... No, I use my mirrors, but I definitely always look. And one thing that will definitely help you or get used to that is that when you... Like, I when I started driving a Jeep, I took my doors off, which means my side view mirrors were gone. Oh, yeah. And that is awkward. That'll make you look. Yeah. That first couple times and you look and you just see, like, the ground because there's nothing <laughs> there. And you're like, oh, shit. You have to like turn all the way around just to make sure that there's no car. That's that's an uncomfortable feeling that first time when you're on a highway doing that. It says this anxious style is a style demonstrated by more women than men and is not dependent on age. I think over 50% of people have anxious driving styles. Yeah. I don't get that. I don't get I don't get anxious while I drive. I love driving, but I don't get anxious. Like, people that are like, oh, yeah, I don't go on the highway. Like, they go out of their way just to get on, like, a main road. I just makes It just makes me too nervous. What? You're an adult. Dude, I was gunning it on the highway when I was doing my driving tests. Because I remember my driving instructor. Because every time, like, a kid was driving, right before he would go home, he would come pick me up. And then he would drive himself home. And then I would start driving and then yeah. we'd like do around until the next kid's appointment. And I remember the first time I got in that, my driving instructor was like, listen, kid, like we're going on the highway every time. And he's like, and you better hit the gas because I will not die in this stupid car right now. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, and if he was like, if you think, Roger that. if you think this student driver sign means anything to these people on these roads out, you know, in Massachusetts, he's like, you're wrong. That's, that's very true. And again, it's just like the passive driver. You pull out in front of everybody. You just don't go anywhere that God, it kills me. All right. So here's what, all right, this is, this is right here. All right. Ready? If you're an aggressive driving style, they're linking this to people who crave control, AKA control freaks. They're more inclined to respond to other drivers with aggression and they're dissatisfied on the road, whether it's through the adjustment of speed, body language, or curse words, the more aggressive personalities will often react in a harsher, more dramatic, and emotionally fueled way than the average driver. He also says that they're stubborn people. So if you're a control a control freak and stubborn, this is alleging that you're an aggressive driver. Okay. This one says someone with a big ego will rarely allow others to bypass them. <laughs> 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 Uh, Man, I thought I had a pretty big ego, but it's not that big because I don't give a damn if you pass. Well, I also drive a car that I, I drive a box, so it doesn't. It's not made for speed. 
This one says racing other drivers on the road may be linked to feelings of inferiority in one's personal life. What about what about my inferiority? What about the guys, those of us who have jacked up vehicles? We'll get big there. Tires? We'll get there. Oh, okay, good. All right, good. It says aggressive people are more likely to opt for larger cars. Are you an aggressive person? Probably. I think you're an aggressive personality. I don't know if you're an aggressive person. Yeah, I'm an overbearing personality. That's for sure. All right. This is this is about what your car says about you. Oh. So small small cars, according to studies conducted at UC Means Davis, you're incredibly obese. Though, <laughs> no, I'm like, not talking about clown no, cars. No, I'm right. No, it says those who drive smaller cars are often environmentally conscious and prefer higher density neighborhoods. I mean, they're yeah, they're basically saying, eh, okay, you, you either like the environment or you live in like a city. Yeah, I would, I would need... agree that like in the cities, I would rather have a small car if I lived in a city. Yeah, midsize sedans found no distinct travel attitude it is not to say they are boring bunch but rather to indicate that they often have a more sensible and business-like disposition so i mean that was they're just talking about my dad's Old. car and they're talking yeah. about uh <laughs> middle america i guess i don't know yeah just very much just you know just parents sure when you when you get over into that. 50 yeah all right lux- not worried about it luxury cars no surprise here. Luxury car owners are often status seekers and more prone to driving longer distances. These often these owners tend to be older, highly educated, and generally have a higher income. They're considered to be independent, profit-oriented workaholics. Interesting. Maybe. Some people just compensate for a lack of income by spending all of it on their car. Right. And they live in a trailer. Not that there's anything wrong with the trailer. Yeah, I think uh, – Are we? is there sports cars on there? Sports cars is energetic, feisty, like to live life fast. More times than not, sports car owners will have college degrees, yet they tend to have lower incomes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See, hold on. I disagree. This There's one caveat, though, because I've always wanted a Corvette. I've always thought Corvettes were awesome. I don't know why. Just I've always wanted one to get one eventually. And even Renee has said, she's like, I feel like every Corvette driver I ever see is an old, white-haired, white dude driving a Corvette. Well, you'll be there soon. And it's very true. No, I won't have hair. But I will eventually have a Corvette. And it's like, it's always an old, white dude because that's when you can afford something that's insanely impractical like a Corvette. It, it says barely fits two people. It says, in psychological terms, these people would fall under the category of emulators. These people tend to be younger and financially unstable yet thrive off of their need for thrills. Yeah, see, I I, I agree with uh, with some sports cars. The super expensive sports cars, yeah, I think it's older dudes who are successful. Right. With like the Dodge Chargers, Challengers, Mustangs, the um, rice burners. Yeah, the like the souped up Honda Accord. No, that's not a sports <laughs> car, you mongoloid. I'm pretty sure a Honda Accord a sports car. That's a midsize the souped sedan. up ones. Souped up that the ones. Asians drive. Yeah, no. Fast and Furious. All right, trucks. Too fast. Trucks. Uh, these car owners do not often like high density living situations. Tend to live in more rural areas. They're labeled as workaholics and are full time employees working in either service related jobs or those that require a decent amount of physical labor. More room means less problems. It doesn't really get into the whole uh, psychology of... Um, Lifted vehicles? Yeah, like the really overcompensating individuals like yourself. I will... Yeah, see, that's kind of what I was going for. Um, although I will say, when I went down to Hurricane Harvey to help out uh, with all the flooding in Houston... Oh, I bet that was clutch. If yeah, if you ever want to go to a, like go to a somewhere where you want to like justify getting like a twelve inch lift and like fifty five inch tires, like just some monster truck, go to a flood zone like that. And I swear to you, that's the only time I saw like it was this huge, huge jacked up suburban with these monster tires on it. I mean, it looks so ridiculous. And for <laughs> like just a second when it drove by, I was like, 
Damn, that's smart. Yeah. Because they could go through anything. Like, it didn't matter how high the water was. The water could be, like, 10 feet high, and they could still drive through it. And they were, like, getting people out of their houses and stuff. And I was like, damn it. That is... Those guys are prepared. One. One time. It took a natural disaster for their vehicle (laughs) to be practical. (laughs) But then the rest of the time, if I would have saw that and not it not been a flood zone, I would have been like, that's "That's the the dumbest dumbest car ever. Yep. I liked it. All right, so yeah, I'm gonna. I mean, that's all I got. I don't know. I still think the jack to the thing is is good. The what? The the big tires. I kind of want my kids, no matter what they drive, to drive something with really big, oversized tires on it. Because I've been hit twice now, and no damage or nothing because of those giant tires. I need to get a spare tire and put it on my roof rack. They have yeah, they have little do. tire clamps that you can put it on there. And I was thinking about mm-hmm. it the other day. I was like, as I was driving to Chicago, I was like, if I got a flat, that would suck. Do you not have a spare at all? I th- I mean I'm I'm sure I do. Is it the same size as your? Absolutely tires? not. No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's why I was thinking. You need like, to get it on the back, and then you need to get one of those tent rooftop tents. Those things look. No, nah, Eve wants awesome. nothing to do with those. Why? If we do camping, she's like, "We'll we'll get a pop up." Because California, oh yeah, yeah, California camping, man. When we go on like the beach and stuff, it does not mm-hmm. require much. But she was like, "I just don't want to climb on top of the roof of our car." I was like, "All right, fair it enough." Is the uh, I just like tents. The rooftop just tents are badass, dude. That's what I, what I really wanted was like a, those small, tiny little. Um, kind of pseudo teardrop campers that mm-hmm. also have the cross racks on the top that you could put a rooftop tent on as well. Yeah. Cause they're super light. Anything can pull it. I was like, I can get a rooftop tent on the top of the Jeep. I can get a rooftop tent on top of the trailer and then a little teardrop. I was like, you can sleep like almost eight to 10 people just with that setup. And it's, com- yeah. and it's just completely <clears throat> mobile. I love those trailers that they're coming out with now that have like, they they're compact and then they open up and they're still not like oh like a like a fifth wheel or an rv or anything like that but they like they have you can like pull out a kitchen yeah it's like drawers you're like outside but it like you yeah know, those are the ones like i'm talking about man. yeah and, it's okay, on the back and you can right? sleep inside of it yeah so inside is like a full-size queen-size bed ish sometimes yeah, yeah. they have little like a shelf or like a tv and then the back you like open it up and they can have like kitchen you sometimes mm-hmm. they have like a fridge. If you get like a like solar. a little shower thing that pulls out the top, yeah. like all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things are awesome. Yeah, they're badass, man. You take them anywhere. All right. So, think, speaking of uh, cars and manliness, how manly we are that we have big jeeps and stuff. Um, I actually I stole this idea from a radio station, local radio station, the ticket. So. Uh, this is they kind of got into a discussion and I so I kind of looked into it too and this was a, another idea that someone had else had told me about it was basically like things that men do secretly that are considered girly um that they do or like and they won't admit it okay so I'm going to give you a few while your homework while I'm talking is you have to come up or think of things that you do whether it's a secret or whatever that you don't you know, that's considered girly. That is. I'll tell you right here. now, I would stop and watch How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days every time it was on TBS. Dude, there's some <sighs> solid chick flicks. And I don't, I don't hate them. It is very, very few. But How to Lose a Guy in that's 10 not true. Days. What happens in Vegas? No, 10 Things I Hate About You. I like that one better. There's some good ones, man. I really don't. The chick flicks kind of get me. I hate chick flicks. I don't like them. They're too predictable. There's too much predict. Uh, every I movie's like, predictable. Give me a break. Not every movie. Not as predictable as a damn rom com. <sighs> All right, homework done. Get on with this list. All right. So, scented candles. Says so certain guys like scented candles because they smell good. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> yeah, it says smell. Well, they said they smell yummy. 
This is off of EliteDaily.com. I've never thought to myself, like, I'm going to go buy candles, but when Eve buys them and I light them, I'm like, I'm glad you bought that. Yeah, I've never wanted to, like, go and seek out a scented candle, but hell yeah, I don't have anything wrong with scented candles. She bought some on, like, a deal for Bed Bath & Beyond, and they got there, like, the month after she deployed, and she was like... (laughs) Two, a couple of them were Christmas ones, but then some other ones were like, you know, summer type. She's like, can you save some? I was like, yeah, of course. I'm not going to want to. Dude, I burned through those things like in the first month. <laughs> I was like, these things smell so good. I was like. Oh my God, these are so good. I know. I was like, babe, I'll replace them. And I went on there and they're all like back ordered or out of stock. I was like, well, sorry about that. <laughs> my bad. All right. So this one I'm totally behind 1000%. Have you ever had a pedicure? Yes. Unbelievable. Oh, I know you have. Yeah. Yeah, they're fit. Yeah, they're, they're phenomenal. They're so great. It kind of blows my mind. Pedicures and massages. It's rare. It seems like it's more and more rare, but I'd still run into guys every once in a while like, oh, I've never I've never had a massage. I'm like, what? They're You've never had like a professional massage? Delightful. And they're like, no, it's weird. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? I mean, they are kind of weird. I mean, pedicures is the same way. Pedicures, so I when I first got a pedicure... They were like, they talked me into getting a clear coat. They were like, no, it's just going to protect. No, yeah, They're you just going to protect your nails. <laughs> and I'm like, fine, whatever. I come out and it's like glistening off the sun. I'm like, what? I was like, are you kidding me? I was like 19 years old. I had a pair of scissors and I was scraping clear coat off of my toenails for like four days. <clears throat> they always ask me, I used to get, I mean, it's been a while since I've gotten one, but uh, I took my team, they were all girls at the time and we reached a bunch of goals. And so they wanted to do it. And every time I've done it, they're always like, do you want the clear coat? I'm like, no, no, yeah. No, I don't, don't just do clean them, the clear massage coat. my calves. Yes. Give me a foot massage. Do you have like uh, the, do you have like the, um, Ooh, there's a spider right here. No, he's dead. With the rub. Do they have like the little like salt or like the, mm-hmm. like, that stuff can feel kind of weird on your leg hair. I will say that. Yes, I had. If they go for too long, it, it kind of feels like your your like your legs going numb. It's like you're losing the sensitivity because it's cooling, like, right? Skin. So it's initially like it like just open. You can like feel it just open up the pores in your legs, and it's like cooling yeah. effect, and it's really good. And then after a while, if they go too long, you're like, this is kind of sandpapery now. Like yeah. let's just rinse it <laughs> off. Stop. I feel like I've been exfoliated. Yeah. Let's move on. Uh, these guys like yummy coffee drinks. Do you get uh, mocha choco bullshits? Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll get those. I do too. Get the white chocolate mocha at Starbucks is the greatest tasting fat boy. I've coffee never had that. I always the get planet. the I get the caramel macchiatos. Okay, those are good. Those are those are good. White chocolate mocha is insane. Is but it? It's also like I'll have to try yes, it. it. It's is. like a dessert, isn't it? It's a hundred percent. So. I forgot where this was, but it's like some of the, it's the fat, the venti, the large is one of the fattest coffees you could ever, I think it's like 1100 calories. Wow. For a drink. You're supposed to eat like 2000 calories in a day. Well, first of all, that's probably like four days worth of fat calories. Oh God. Yeah. And sugar. It's just (laughs) pure cream and sugar. That's all it is. It's like ice cream. All right. This one was dumb. We're going to skip that one. Uh, I asked you this earlier. I don't, it says guys, some guys love drinking pink Moscato and bumping some Lana, Lana Del Rey. I don't know. I heard you the name. Tell me what pink I, I know Moscato pink is. Moscato, but I've never had it. I'm sure it's good. I'm sure it's just like a, I'm sure it just tastes like a fruit juice. It, I feel like wine is always disappointing because it doesn't taste like fruit juice. Dude, good but wine. So when I was working at the liquor store, when I was at Colorado State, some of the vendors came in and they were like, hey, do you want to try this wine? And my the owner there was like, it's a college town. So he was always pretty apprehensive to, mm-hmm. to have like high, high-priced wines in there. But they were like, here, we'll just bust this open. No worries. It was like a $150 bottle of wine. And he was like, Adam, come try this. And I tried. And I'm not really a wine guy. I'm like growing into it. I tried that. And I was like, I could chug that whole bottle right now. I was like, yeah. whoa. The difference between good and bad wine, I now understand. Yeah, I, I've i had one. I'm, I hate wine. 
but I have had it was like that. It was some restaurant, and I was with this guy, and he it was a few guys, and I guess the one guy has a ton of money, and so he like he orders a bottle of wine for the table, and so I was like I wasn't gonna just not drink it because I didn't want to be a jerk, and it was really good, and it was like two hundred dollars, two hundred bucks for the bottle. It's like oh well, no wonder. All right, uh, this one I'm also totally with. Uh, it says bath, putting bath bombs in your bubble bath. I, I have not taken a bath in forever. And uh, I, I took I, a bath in Mexico, and I'm going to take another bath in Mexico. This this resort actually has these huge, like two person water jet tubs. They're on the balconies. Yeah, like so the Cialis outside. commercials. Yes. Yeah, I mean that seems 100%. that kind of seems like a an adequate vacation. I mean, it's you can just get weird on vacation. Yeah, you can, especially when the kids aren't there. But no, I don't take I don't take baths. But I mean, bath bombs smell. They made. I will say this: every time I got the girls' bath bombs, they'd use the crap out of them. It made my bathroom smell amazing. Yeah, yeah, they smell good. I put Epsom salt. Renee has Epsom salt, so I put that in there. I sit there with a little bubble bath, especially if my body's like really sore. Oh, good or stuff. Or back gets stiff. Dude, so nice. All right. Although she does make me shower before because apparently I'm gross. Um, children's movies. Some guys apparently are afraid to admit that they really like children's movies. That's why you have kids for child's yeah. movies and the snacks. What are you talking oh, about, guys? Give me a break. Just insane. Because I want to have goldfish on command for the rest of my life, and I can't do it without kids. Yeah, what if the kids are here, guys? Um, okay, they like children's movies. This one I can't. I can't do. This one. Okay, so this says, guys secretly like sitting to pee because it's more comfortable. Nah, I always feel weird. I'll do it like no when I'm pooping. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when I have to sit down, I will pee. I'm not going to try to switch it in the middle. Uh no. I don't. I have a friend that in that poor that guy his mom made him because it was cleaner. It was less for her to clean up. Oh, when he was a kid. I'm surprised. And now I'm pretty he sure still does it. I'm pretty sure I was a filthy peer when I was a kid. I'm actually surprised yeah. that my my parents didn't try. Or not, my dad would never do that. But my mom, I'm surprised she. Yeah, wouldn't I don't try I, that. I can't. I couldn't stand for that. He he told that to Renee. Renee was like, "That's a great idea." And I was like, "That's not happening. That's not happening. That's a great Steven idea." Stephen can stand up and pee, or he can stand up and pee outside. <laughs> That's his only two options. <laughs> He's not sitting and peeing. I don't know why. Maybe I'm too macho or whatever. I don't know. But that's just weird. It's not. It's weird. I've always thought one of the greatest things about being a guy is how efficient it is to pee while you're standing up. You're in. You're out. Yeah, it's awesome. And you could just pee anywhere. Correct. That's that's God. That's so great. That's what Stephen. He's what is he six? Last time we went camping, girls had to go like one last time, so they didn't have to pee in the woods. So they went to like the bathroom at the state park, and he turns around and like. Me and him, but he's like, I need to pee. And I was like, well, let's just, just pee in the trees. So we walk over and pee, and he just looks at me. He's like, Dad, I I like being a boy. This is awesome. Did you? Yeah, it is awesome. Do you have a little pee funnel? Did you get that for? Uh-uh. No, I, I always I thought about doing get that one. before we went, like, with the girls. Because I was like, you mm-hmm. know what? This is just so much easier in uh, if something happens. Like, you got to just real quick. Because especially, like, there were times... Like when Brooklyn was like three or four, fully potty trained, but it was just like a light switch. Like she would just forget up until the moment that like she feels it start trickling out. She'd be like, oh yeah, I have to pee. And I'd be like, (laughs) oh yeah, I can see it coming out of you right now. Like you don't say. (laughs) How did you not know that it was coming out? She would just like stop in the middle of like a conversation. Be like, ah, I have to pee. And like run away. Wow. That's, that's how you get like. Kidney infections, kid. Uh, what about so guys? This here you go, guys. Uh, like romantic comedies because boys and girls can love being in love. 
I don't like that explanation, but yeah, I I mm-hmm. mean I enjoy <laughs> some of them are funny, man, but like you got to have a good you have to have like a funny dude in it. And I think that I don't like them. I don't enjoy them. However, yes, there are some that are pretty good that aren't terrible, but I do it's all about expectations. So if I'm going to go to see one of these, I try I say it out loud at least a hundred times that it's going to be the worst movie I've ever seen in my life, the worst movie in the world. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You go to the and theaters then I always, and see these? In the past, yeah, for like date nights. Yeah, well, that's your mistake. I'm talking about well, reruns I mean, on TV, like where I can walk away from it. I enjoy it mm, when there's nothing else on. Yeah, no, I don't enjoy. But if you go in there thinking that it's going to be the worst movie ever, nine... 59% of the time I walk out, I'm like, well, not the worst movie I've ever seen. So if you, if you had to pick a favorite, what would it be? Man, I'm trying to think of like one I've seen that like more than... Uh, crap, I don't know. All right. Cool story. Yeah, man, I got nothing. This one's stupid. Guys love cozy, fluffy socks. Hell yes, I do. Why is that girly? I don't like wearing socks unless I'm wearing shoes. Uh, I think the only time that I've ever like worn socks to wear socks was like Wyoming. Like in the mornings when it was really cold. Mm. My aunt has these like super fat, thick, like wool socks. Yeah, especially if there's oh, no carpet, then yeah. Man. I mean, I can see where. Yeah, it's hardwood floors. Dude, That that's what I think of when I think of fluffy socks is that. And that I enjoy. I don't wear socks other than that. My feet get too hot. Uh, let's see. You ever done a face mask? Yeah. I don't think I've ever done one. It's all right. It's like a pedicure. It's like done, a pedicure, uh, man. It's just a... It's good self-care. Good vibes for your face? Yeah, your face feels smooth as a baby's butt. Mm, some guys like, they secretly like Taylor Swift. I love T-Swift. I don't like her Definitely indie love stuff. T-Swift. I don't, I don't, I'm not a big fan of this new no. indie stuff. I, I'm not going to lie, I don't think I've listened to it much, if ever. Uh, but her older stuff, we used to blare that while getting ready before. Uh, in Afghanistan to go on missions. <laughs> I don't know something about it. it. Was like it was good enough music, but it was also kind of funny and like yeah. kind of put everybody in a good mood. Yeah, so nobody was like too serious. We were just like fucking yeah, T Swift. Yeah, everybody Let's go like, kill some people. She was she hit that like yeah that time of music like four or five years ago. That was like her sweet spot. It was just like no one doesn't like Taylor Swift. It's concerning if there was someone that didn't. Yeah, something's wrong with you. I don't know what's up with her new stuff, though. God, can you tell Renee to pack quieter? Hey, Renee, could you pack quieter? The loudest zipper ever. Stop zippering. Those are her pants. She got new mom jeans. She's got that 19-inch zipper. Like over her toe to her nipples? Yeah, <laughs> got that that thirty-five inch straight zipper up the top. Make sure you give her get it right under the boobs. Don't wanna don't want kids to think you have a stomach. Uh Molly Cyrus, no thank you. Oh, scented lotion. Do you use scented lotion? No. I hate lotion. I don't use any lotion. No, I don't use lotion. I don't like the way, although my skin desperately needs it because I have a mild allergy to the sun. Um, I don't like it. I used it it at all. I used it for maybe two weeks when I first got to Colorado because the dry air was not kind to like my hands and like my fingers were like cracking like apart and that just got like really annoying. Yes. I mean, if you if you have to do it, you have to do it. But I gotta hate it. All right, this is the last one, and it makes no sense. But apparently, this guy wrote it and says that he loves making paper flowers. You ended on the worst one. And even on the even on this thing, it says, "To be honest, I'm not sure how many girls even do this." 
Oh, that's nice. I didn't realize that was the last one. Now the article's getting really weird at the bottom. This has run its course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, but I don't know. I don't get I don't get some of those. I don't get why I think some of it's pretty funny how guys like change things and uh they do things or they just won't do things because they think it's girly. Like I just I don't get like people that have never had a pedicure or they've never had a massage it just blows my mind. Like, yeah, that's I get weird. It. Like I, I don't want to put paint my nails and I don't want to wear makeup, but I mean you can still get a pedicure. And baths are awesome. You know, the best part, too, is, like, when you have kids, I used to take the girls to get pedicures all the time. Yeah. And, like... You know, that's one thing I've never done. I need to do that. Oh, it's fantastic. Daddy, date. Yeah. I'd start going in there, and they would just be like, okay, we'll probably just be, like, 20 or 30 minutes. I was like, I'm getting a pedicure, too. They'd be like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay, lady. <laughs> yeah, you think I came all the way here, for, and I'm not going to get a hey, pedicure? I'm going to sit here and watch my kids get their feet massaged? Like, give me a break. I'm getting it, too. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. All right, man. Well, another, uh, uh, that's all I've got. Another week of riveting content. Just random stuff. Well, but look, we had like a day and a half to prepare. And uh, because nobody wants to listen to me, like try to talk in Mexico with no internet connection and no cell phone service. Oh yeah. I'm going to be so. in West Virginia on a golf trip anyway. So yeah, that's going to be nice. Not as fun as Mexico, but should be fun. Well, be safe. Have fun, buddy. We'll talk to you when you get back. See you, man. Sounds good. You too. This has been the beyond our service podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, review, tell your friends all about us. This show can be found everywhere major podcasts are available. And if you'd like to reach out, please head over to beyondourservice.com and let us know what you think. Find out how you can be a part of the show. See you next time.